this is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello. How are you? I pray that you are well. I am blessed. I am yet determined to fulfill my assignment. Our assignment here on this show is to... Uh, what did we just say? Lend hope and healing to those who have been victims of traumas, of various life situations. We want to let you know about our hope, and our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ, and therefore um, we are yet rejoicing. I am rejoicing in God today as always okay so we've got an exciting program for you tonight it's been a while it's been a while you guys since i've had a guest um i've been doing a lot of shows with just me and chris for a good minute um i think it was last year um the last time i had a guest but i'm very very excited because um during the time of um, Chris's passing, um, this guest reached out to me, and um, she's actually my auntie. She's my auntie, and um, her mother was my foster mother, so we're related uh, in several ways. But she reached out to me, and um, she was very encouraging and very supportive, and um, she... Um, shared a testimony with me about her own life, and um, it comforted me a lot because um, I believe the Word of God, but just to hear someone else talk about it, to talk about the fact that she actually had a, uh, not one, not two, but seven death experiences where she actually died seven times, and she was um instantly in the presence of the Lord, and I'm not going to give that away. I'm going to let her tell that to you, but um, it comforted me in my time of need. And so I thought, as soon as we get a chance, I need to have her on the air, and that's um, what we're going to do tonight. I'm so thankful that she agreed to join me. Um, I'm going to tell you just a little tidbit about her um, and then I'm going to let her tell you more, but um, she loved the Lord. She doesn't necessarily call herself an evangelist, but based on what I know about her, I called her an evangelist because she tells people everywhere she goes <laughs> about the gospel message and about the love of Jesus Christ. And um, she is a wife, and she is a mother, she is a grandmother, 
and um, she has lots and lots and lots of wonderful um, uh, testimonies and um, and and bits of knowledge, you know, just about her life experience in walking with the Lord. So I don't want to run out of time, like I'm known to do. You guys, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know that I sometimes lose track of time. <laughs> but I've already assured Miss Betty Ann that if we don't get this all in tonight, we will have her back. And we might have her back anyway, whether we get this all in or not, because she just has so many wonderful things to share that I think would be uplifting and encouraging to somebody else. So with that being said, people, you need to, um, if you haven't got your tea yet, you need to get your tea. You need to get ready to join us. I do have my tea. I am sipping one of my favorites. This is a chai tea with a vanilla uh, a vanilla flavor, okay? I'm going to ask Miss Betty Ann if she's ready, and uh, then we're going to go from there. So, Miss yes, Betty, are you there? You ready? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes. I hope everyone, I'm going to go ahead. I'm sorry. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I am doing very well. Yes, I am. Thanks for asking. And to all your audience, hello to everyone. Great, great, great. This is is exciting. This is um, very special. We go (laughs) way, way, way back. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I am not even, I didn't even think to count the years um, that we go back, but I was um, a teen when I met you. I was in my teens, yes. so, yes, and I'm 57, about to be 58 next month now, so that is a long time. <laughs> a long time, yes, it is. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's going to be break time soon, so let's see what we can get in in the next uh, few minutes. Um, okay. Why don't, why don't we start by you telling us what you would like us to know about yourself, like um, tell us um, about your family. Okay. Um, as as uh, Diane said, my name is Betty Ann. Uh, I lived in a small town in Southern California, a little town called Fontana. I was raised with my mother and father, uh, wonderful parents. I had wonderful parents. I had uh, one brother and its three sisters. I uh, lived right down the street from my my grandparents. So it was always prayer. It was always prayer in our home. My mother was a beautiful Christian, loving person. And I think I took some of her traits. At least I, some people tell me I had. I've taken some of her, her traits. Wonderful. Just in church, I got saved when I was about. Let me tell it like this. I think I was all, all I was always saved. But I, I hadn't introduced it to people. See, God can be in my, and he was in my life, but I hadn't been baptized. I hadn't said, oh, I'm a Christian now. So when I was about 16, 17, I really, I, I had been out, and ladies, I was not nice. I was a little fasty. I was out drinking and acting ugly. But when I could hear in my voice where I was, now, I don't think it's a song, but it was like joy bells ringing in my soul. That was in my ear. So it kind of frightened me. 
So I finally found someone to take me home where my mom was. And the next morning. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, don't leave this part out. You were out, you were partying, you were having a good time. But you also told me you were actually planning to buy some Drugs. Oh yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. This is how deep this, this is how deep it was. Let's let's tell yes. people this this part because I oh, think this okay. is really fascinating. <laughs> I was um I looked very young for my age and I still do. Thank you, Jesus. I was my my cousin. I'm not gonna mention his name. He was picking me up the next morning and we were gonna go to Los Angeles and we were gonna. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but do um, a bad deal with some dope dealers. Because uh-huh. I had such a young face that I was going to play this little girl and buy some dope and then call the police on. So if anyone knows what that means, that means I would not be sitting here today. Mm. And my cousin, when he came to pick me up, I told him, I said, no, I'm a Christian. I got saved last night. He was, he was not nice. He, he started saying ugly words to me. But it didn't bother me because I knew Christ had came into my life. And if anybody knows you're trying to do a trick deal, you're, you're going to get killed. They would have found us and killed us. That's, a, that's just true. Mm-hmm. And th- then from there, that, that was the night before. That's when I, when I come home, had been out, being too grown, and I asked my mom, how can I get saved? And she told me she led me to the Lord. All right. I see. I wasn't paying attention. We were at a break already. Okay. <laughs> I was so involved. Back after the break. Okay. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com. Or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. ETS. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The story of me. Thank God. 
Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. People, I have got my very special guest. This is evangelist Betty Ann Somerville. She is telling us a little bit about her life, and we stopped where she was telling us how she was uh, young, somewhere around seven, uh, 16, 17 years old. She mm-hmm. was uh, doing her thing, um, yeah. had a plan in place where she was actually going to go and buy some drugs and um, set the drug dealers up and um, basically get herself in a lot of trouble. (laughs) But before she could accomplish that, the Holy Ghost began to remind her of a song. She kept hearing this song called Joy Bells, and I think that's where you left off. Is that where you left off at? Yes, that's very true. And I want your guests to know I'm a little nervous. Okay. So kind of bear with me. But that uh, I was in a club. I said I went out. And I could hear literally inside of me, my ear, the inner ear, sounding joy bells. And joy bells got louder and louder and louder. Until, as I said, I finally said, someone, please take me home. I went home. My mom was sleeping, actually. It was probably 2 o'clock in the morning. And the next morning, I got up, and I, I looked at my mom, and I said, how can I get saved? And she led me to the Lord. And from that day, between 16 and 17 years old, I've been running with God ever since. Now, mm. I want you young ladies to know, when you run with God, you're going to have bumps and humps, but that's okay, mm-hmm. because God is always there for us. And, um, so, and then I met, can I tell the story about when I met uh, your uncle? Uh, yes, I want you to, but I want you to tell them, too, about how mm-hmm. literally for you, and I had this same experience in, in my own, when mm-hmm. I was restored, how you yeah. talked about how your hands literally looked new. Oh, Life, yeah. everything looked yeah. new. New. That, thank you again. Yes, because I, I, when I accepted Jesus in my heart, literally crying, Lord Jesus, Come into my heart. I want to serve you. Forgive me, so on and so on. And when I did that, you know, this might sound far out, but this is the truth. I looked at my hands, and it's I like I had never seen them. They look mm. new. Mm. I, I'm looking at my feet. I know it's an old song that says that, but that really happened to me. I looked outside. We had a nice grass, and it was so greeny. And rich looking. Because, see, I didn't have those old eyes anymore. When Jesus came into my life, it was brand new eyes. I was brand new. My heart was brand new. I I thought different. I looked different. And that is a true story. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell anyone, when you get down and out, if you could just turn to Jesus. Amen. Just turn to him. He, mm-hmm. he, doesn't, he doesn't come to, come, uh, to condemn us. He comes to save us from ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, so much for that. I met, um, this was years later. I, I was about 20, 
two, when I met my husband, Holy Spirit spoke in my heart. Um, he, he, his wife had just died. I didn't know him, never seen him. He was at this um, little gathering at one of my cousin's houses. And when I met him, I can't tell it all because it would take forever, but I met him and I heard Holy Spirit speak to me and said, that's going to be your husband. Now, I wasn't flirty. I, I mean, I had totally changed. I'm a Christian, totally changed. And uh, he came up and, you know, talking. He wasn't quite, hadn't quite gave his life to God. He had seven children. I had no children. I'd never been married. And um, he asked me, could he come and visit? And I said, yes. And after I said yes, my mind said, why are you telling this man he can come and visit you? However, from there to now, we're jumping, I'm jumping. We we got married. And um, instantly I was a mother, um, you know, with seven children. And when I married this man, I did not know how to cook. I knew how to clean, but I didn't know how to cook. So I had to learn how to cook. Thank God for my mom. I could call her and she helped me. And so we've been married now 52 years, we 53 years coming up. And uh, we added two more children to the family with me and him. I have absolutely a beautiful, beautiful family. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, and I was a strict mom. I want y'all to know that I was very strict, even though I was young, but I was strict. But my kids all went to college. Every last one of them went to college. They have children of their own, and I have a great grandbaby now. All of my grandchildren are married. Uh, not all of them. I, excuse me. My older grandchildren are married. No babies, no, no abortions, nothing like that happened. Thank God. I give all Praise that glory God. to God. Praise through God. prayer and fasting, all that goes to God. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to share that with you because it might be one woman out there might be looking at someone or a man looking at you. If you have Jesus in your life, really Jesus, not no plan, mm-hmm. yeah, God can lead you. Yes, it was humps and bumps, because I'm not going to make it sound like all sugar and spice. It was humps and bumps. But we made it. Mm-hmm. We made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uncle, at that time, my husband, we were married two years, and my husband, had, he, had to be, he had to go to Vietnam. So now I'm a young woman home with, uh, at that time, with five kids, and then I sent for the other two. So it, it was very good. It, 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 it wasn't all smooth. But I, right. the main thing I want everyone to understand, I had Jesus. I knew how to pray. I was around very strong Christian women. That was my grandmother. Uh, auntie named Cynthia Morgan, the greatest woman I ever knew, of witnessing my own mother. And they kept me going. When they seen, they, they, didn't, they didn't play with me. If they seen I was going kind of crooked, they would say, ah, ah, you go in and get on your knees. You mm. go in and ask God to help you. And, and that really helped me as a woman. I'm 76, and that has helped me all these years. Mm. When I know I'm doing something wrong or getting kind of out of God's will, I know how to go and pray. Every young woman, every age, whatever age you are, that is good advice for you. Go turn to uh, your little private place, wherever you go, bathroom, the wall, wherever, and cry out to God. God will lead you every time. God will lead you. So that's, that's part of my little life there. And, um, and and you picked up along the way. You even picked up another niece. So you ended up with a total of ten. 
That's right. I t- thank you again. Uh, on my older sister's daughter, I mm-hmm. took her in and raised her mm-hmm. until she was 18, I think she was. And mm-hmm. that was another uh, choice. I kept my children, young ladies, middle-aged women, whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep your children in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Keep them in the Word. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Not only in the Word, I believe that every, not, we know right now that uh, coronavirus is out. But if you can keep your children in Sunday school, something to keep their minds elevated from what the world has to offer. Mm-hmm. And this is what I did at 22 years old. My mm-hmm. children had never really went to church when I first married. I showed them, no, we're going to go to church. You're going to learn Bible verses. That was very important for me. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, the majority of my children are Christians, and their children are Christians. So that's just some good advice, ladies. That's some Amen. good advice. Yeah. Keep, keep them in the Word. Mm-hmm. And if they can learn, as I used to tell my kids, if you can learn a bebop song, whatever it is, that little boopity-boop song, you mm-hmm. can learn a Bible verse. It doesn't have to give them... Ten verses, one verse at a time. And it works. It works. I'm a living witness for that. Amen. So I God. just hope Praise someone, God. yes, amen. Okay, well, now tell us um, mm-hmm. a little bit, because uh, when we talked, you, you told me about some of your other struggles. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the ones that you really wanted to talk about is that um, yes. you did all of this, you did all mm-hmm. of this by the grace of God, but you yourself struggled through yes. high school. You struggled mm-hmm. through. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about why you struggled, how you struggled. You said that you know you went from teacher to teacher, mm-hmm. trying to get help mm-hmm. because you later found out. Many years yes. later, you found out that you had dyslexia, that you were yes. dyslexic. So yes. let's talk about that. Um, I know that yes. you wanted to make sure you encouraged people in that area. Yes, and if I'm talking with men or women, boys or girls, that is the most scary. That was the most scariest thing in my life is that I could not read. I could read bits and pieces, but just sit down and read. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. My mom could read so on and so on. My dad, and they would try to help me, but it was just such a wall because for number one, I don't, I can't hear the sound. And I don't know why. But if they sound it out, I can't hear it. I, I, would, I was unable to hear it for some reason. So all these years, raising my children, they all went to college. Very successful. Uh, I, but I couldn't help them. But what God taught me to do in that situation, my older kids would help. Uh, I would get them, minister to them. Now you help your sisters and brothers. My children didn't know I couldn't read for years. You know, I think they thought, but they weren't sure. Because sometimes we can hide things. We have a tendency through Satan uh, to hide things that we don't want people to know. And we put a good face on. And that's what I did for years with that reading. Uh, And I'll tell anybody, you can get help. Jesus loves you. He's proud of us. took me years to realize that. Because the devil kept me under bondage with that reading. So if someone brought up reading, because I spoke, I spoke pretty well, and they, they couldn't figure out, well, I, we don't understand. How, you know, one teacher told me, well, how did you, who taught you how to speak? I said, my mom and my grandparents, I mean, my mother and my grandmother. So anyone out there, I'm begging, if you need help, don't be ashamed. 
step out and get help while you're young, even if you're older. It doesn't matter. You can still, it doesn't matter your age. I'm just saying, don't let the devil keep you in that spot because he has, he have a chain on you and he knows how to use it. And I, I, I'm so glad I'm able to. I hear music. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. okay. Uh, uh, we'll be back after the break, people. Don't go away. Get your tea. We'll be right back. Okay. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A Black Nurse. <laughs> Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal, it's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, I'm back, and I'm talking with a very special guest. This is an evangelist and my auntie, Miss Betty Ann Somerville, and we're going through her life, and we're just talking about some of her background, and we were talking about how, uh, Miss Betty, you struggled through school. You yes. went uh, to the 12th grade, but you mm-hmm. kind of like uh, faked your way through school. Yes. And um, I believe you told me that even after you got out of grade school, you were able to work. You, you know, you had mm-hmm. your children, you had your husband, but you were able to also work as a nurse's aide. Yes. Um, they didn't know that you couldn't read. They didn't know that you right. um, struggled because you were very skillful in other ways, right? Yes. That's very talk true. Talk a little bit about that. True. Mm-hmm. Yes, I worked uh, in hospitals. I got a job at St. Bernardine Hospital in San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. I was a nurse's, or then they called them a nurse's aide or a nurse's assistant. I was very good at my job mm-hmm. because I was, when you have a secret, you know, you can keep it hid. Mm-hmm. And I had a good eye. I could watch something and I could pick it up instantly. And that's how I was able to keep jobs. I could just pick it up instantly. Uh you didn't. They didn't have to come back and go over my work. My work was excellent, absolutely mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. And I thank God 
God for that. But I was miserable in the inside Mm -hmm. because, you know, I didn't want anyone to find out. I didn't want anyone to know that I could not read. And I I just knew how to um, pull away or walk out the room. I always had uh, an exit. I I could exit at any time. Oh, excuse Mm -hmm. me, I'll be right back. And I think that there's someone out there that needs to hear this. Because for years, whoever you are, I hid this until I was 70 years old. I hid this. Um, and I was so happy. I want to just share real quick. I haven't shared this with Diane. But uh, my sister-in-law is the one that came to me and she said, Betty, I know what's wrong. And at that moment, I don't know, whatever secret you have, you don't want it out. I didn't want that out. But she was very uh, tactful and she said, no, we're here by ourselves. And she took me, um, she lived in Philadelphia, and she took me upstairs and read how this boy, I'm not positive if it was 1600 or 1800, he was brilliant, but he couldn't read. And they couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out what was wrong with this baby or this Mm -hmm. child, this young man. Mm -hmm. And that that was me. And as she read it to me, I I just said, Lord, don't let me start crying right here. Because I I would have boohooed. Because everything she read, it was me. I, I seen myself. Mm-hmm. You know, teachers would tell me when I was younger, oh, you could do it if you want to. And I'm sitting there in my mind saying, God, why wouldn't I want to do something if I knew how to do it? Mm-hmm. So who's, whoever hears this, please listen to me. Don't cheat yourself. Even though God blessed me on top of blessings with a good husband, good family, we have a little taste of money, all of that was there for me. But I was still had that secret inside of me that was just, it was crushing me. Mm-hmm. It was literally crushing me. Mm-hmm. But when it came out, it, now, I want you to know, I, I wasn't delivered instantly because I still had flesh that I would still try to hide behind things. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I don't want everybody to know, but at least they know. But now I'm free. I'm totally free. I love that song you say, Diane, saying thing at the beginning, that I'm free. I am free. Mm-hmm. I am totally free. I'm not ashamed anymore. This is the way I, I made, and no one has been able to help me. And at my age now, it, it doesn't bother me because I have enough children to keep me going and husband and all that. But I don't want any young person or older person that can get help. Please get help, please. Because it is. Have, it was, I'm sorry, I mm-hmm. was going to say, but you no, also have spiritual gifts. God has given you spiritual gifts. He's given you insight and dreams yes. and and uh, spiritual gifts. And so there's the there's the beauty in how God does that things. That is, thank you. That is the beauty of it. When I got saved, let me go. My husband's answering the phone. When I got saved, uh, God gave me gifts. He gave me how I could walk up to a person. And it was all done through Jesus. And I could tell them something about their life. No, I didn't use it like, um, you know, card reading cards or your palm. I, God would just tell me what to say to people mm. and, and how to comfort them. Even to this day, I still do that. Amen. And so that's what got me through. So I, thank you, Diane, so much for bringing that up. Because mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to think that I did it on my own. This was all done, appointed by God. And I do believe that. I really do believe that because some things that I tell people, I mean, I, I travel, but now, you know, right now we can't. 
and people on airplanes, people walking down the street, and they would say to me, how do you know that? I don't know it. This is God talking to me, telling me what to say. So Mm -hmm. don't ever feel like God will give you a gift. He makes a way out of no way for Mm -hmm. all of us. Mm -hmm. I don't care what's happened or what we've done. God makes a way out of no way. And that's what he's done for me for years, years, just years. Amen. And I'm not talking about everyday people. I've talked to bank uh, people, presidents of the bank. I've talked with, you know, people that are very, very educated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just, it, it amazes me when God uses me that way. It amazes me. I'm like, whoa. And they are. So I just encourage you, open up to God. Say, God, I won't give. It might not be the gift he gave me, but he, he will give you those wonderful gifts. He'll yes, get he you through really hard times. He'll get you mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. Um. What you're going through, God will Amen. get you through, but you have to open up to God. Mm-hmm. You know, open it. See, we can tell God anything. Mm-hmm. We might not be able to tell the sister or brother, but you can tell God anything. And he'll open those doors for you. Amen. Just thank God. Amen. And I thank God, God for Sister Diane. And he, mm-hmm. Amen. He has certainly gotten you through some rougher times um, then we we can't get into all of them tonight, and, and I'm I'm yeah. hoping that we will be able to, you know, just have you come back. But I know people yeah. are just waiting to hear because I I put it out there that you're going to be talking okay. about another troubling experience, a difficult experience, I should say, mm-hmm. um, that turned yeah. out to be a blessing. And yeah, um, this was when you got sick yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure this was. Um, this was much later in your life. You got sick yourself, mm-hmm. and um, you died not once, not twice, but seven times. Seven so, times. Uh, we're probably going to uh, run into a break, but let's start talking about um, your heart troubles. When did you okay. learn that you had heart troubles? Okay. I um, Well, when, when, when the worst of it hit me, I'm here in my house, and after I go to doctor's, and they were keeping an eye on me, you know, saying, oh, okay, you're doing great. I never well, took a it. heavy. I hold never it, took hold it, hold it, hold it. Didn't you say you had a murmur as a child? Did you tell yes. me you had a murmur as a child? Yes, yes, okay. I, I had a murmur as a child, but I want all the audience to know, in a little country town, you didn't go to doctors. I would always say, mom, something's with my heart. And she'd, she'd lay hands on me and pray. And they're going off and pray, and that's what I did. But as I got older, I think when I had uh, Muriel, uh, I went to the doctor. Now, just my heart would, uh, well, a heart murmur, it, it skips. It's boom, boom, like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, yeah, I must have been to see Muriel. I was in my early, uh, probably late 20s, going into my 30s, when they finally said, well, you have a heart murmur. That's the first time I ever heard of a heart murmur. Okay. Because as a child, we didn't go to doctors. Right. So then it got worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So now that brings us up to it got so yes. bad till you were really having trouble. And Yes. Okay. I was going to a heart specialist here in San Bernardino, mm-hmm. and uh, they were keeping a close eye on me. But all of a sudden, uh, audience and Diane, I don't know, I was passing out in my own house, and I was thinking I was going to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see movies or something, and you think when you pass out, you're like, your hand is up at your forehead. No. I would be in a chair, whatever I was watching on TV, and I would wake up and say, oh, Lord, I think I dozed off. All right. Mm-hmm. I went through that for a while. Mm-hmm. And my heart got so bad, I, could, I couldn't walk from the couch to my kitchen, and it's not that far without just... I would be totally out of air, just just gasping for air. Okay, me, I, um, my husband and I were turn, turning in for the night. And, yeah, I had been doing that passing out, thinking I'm asleep for about a month, just didn't say anything. Okay, mm. I, I was walking in front of him, and I, he said, I passed out. I fell back. And he caught me. And when I woke up, I started saying, what am I doing on the floor? What am I doing on the floor? From there, I went to see my doctor within two or three days, and they gave my husband a note and said, every time your wife, uh, you think you pass out, write it down. I was passing out every five minutes and didn't even know it. Mm. So by the time we got back to the doctor within two days and they seen the little thing, my heart was beating. It was beating from boom, boom. But in between those, that boom, boom, it was like 10 beats in between there. Okay, I was seeing the doctor that day. I come home. I was just laying on the bed. The doctors, uh, the hospital called me, St. Bernardine's, where I used to work. And they said, Miss Somerville, your doctor wants you to come to the hospital. And I asked her, well, for what? I said, honey, I'm laying down. <laughs> and I... And, and she, what made me get up, because she used a forceful voice with me. No, you need to come now. And I'm like, you know, okay. So I get to the hospital. They asked me, where are you here for? Blah, blah. I gave them my name and the doctor's name. And they rushed me dead into emergency. Mm. Now, I'm in emergency, got the nightgown on, all that. And I'm steady witnessing. Ladies and gentlemen, I was study witnessing, <laughs> and all of a sudden I could hear uh, like a panic, like okay, okay, and this bell bing bing, and it's going off, it's going, off. and all of a sudden I had relaxed. Hmm, thank you, Jesus. And I, I t- now most people say, "What did you see?" I was like in liquid. I, all I can call it is like liquid gold. I could see, I could see my hands, but the gold, this whatever I was in, it, it just had the, the color of gold. But it was mm. flowing all through me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had no bones, but I could see myself. And it was just flowing through me backwards and forwards. It was the greatest experience I've ever had in my life. I don't think that I could ever feel that love on this earth. It was that powerful. It was mm. just pure Pure, pure love. And I, mm. I would mm-hmm. uh, come the to. There's the okay, There's the I heard it. Oh, hold that thought. We were right there, All right there. Hold that thought. We'll be back. Okay. All right. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. 
who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, and any major bookstore. Overcoming Sexual Abuse. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R, dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Tugginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free on Tugginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. Time is flying by. So fast, I completely forgot about my tea. I got totally wrapped up in my guest. I got totally wrapped up in her story, her testimony, and it wasn't until the break that I looked over and I'm like, oh, I haven't sipped not one sip of my tea. <laughs> I was holding my breath because we were just getting good, just getting good. Now you basically, you're, you just leave your body. Yeah. Is this, is this yeah. what I heard you say? You said you just, yeah. next thing you know, one second you're there, the next minute you left your body, and you're just feeling the love, a love that you can't even explain. Can't I, No, I can't. I can't even express it. I, I'm doing the best I can. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to know this was God. This mm-hmm. wasn't the me. It wasn't the doctors. This was God. I left my body. I could see myself, but that liquid was flowing through me. Pure love. I, I, the color looked like gold. That's, that's the only thing I, I can say. It looked like gold. But it was flowing all the way through me. This was God. I didn't have not one bit of fear. There was no fear. Because when we go with God, we go with Jesus. 
There is no fear in Jesus. See, mm. Satan, uh, Satan will bring us fear. So everyone asks me constantly, um, what, what did you see? All I seen myself in this beautiful liquid. And then all of a sudden I could hear the talking back in the emergency room, the talking, all the stuff going off. And I would come to and look around. I answer my husband's here. You can tell you. I, uh, my oldest daughter was there. I start witnessing. Come here, darling. Do you know Jesus? Bring that patient over here if I can pray for. That was, that's my life. My life is, I try to live all I know how for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he, he comforts us. And now, I want everyone to know, leaving this world, blink your eyes. That's just mm-hmm. how quick it is. Just blink mm-hmm. your eyes. It's that quick. Mm-hmm. It's just that quick. Mm-hmm. And I had no fear. It was no fear there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, where am I? It, it's like I knew where I was, and I was just enjoying it. That's the best I can explain. And each time I left this world, it was the same. I was in the same place. It was pure love. It wasn't like somebody pulling on my foot. You know, um, movies try to make you think that's, you know, that's nothing but the devil. You screaming, who and all that. No, no. Blink your eyes. If you have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, blink your eyes. When When you blink, you're already there with Jesus. There's no pulling, no crying, no screaming. I didn't even know I had a husband. My, that mind, that human mind had left. I, all I know, I was in pure love. Now, someone else might go through something. They might have another story. This is my story. And my own, my um, primary doctor, when I went in for my checkup, this is on down the curve, I think a month later, well, before hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay. before you go there, I want to know how did you know that you died seven times? Tell our listeners how did yes. you know that it was seven times? Because that's why I was going to tell you that my oh. primary I didn't I didn't know until oh, I went I back for my checkup and oh. he opened my chart and he said you died seven times and I said evidently it's in my chart or you know that's what they told me. So I don't know who told me that's possible. Because see, you you're not in this world. Mm. I don't. That's kind of you know you're not left in this world. You don't have the same brains. You don't have the same eyes. Mm. We are changed when we when we leave this world. Our spirit and our soul goes with Jesus. Mm. If Jesus is in your life, mm-hmm. it's not ugly. It's not dark. It's not scary. It's it's something. I, I just, I, I don't have the appropriate word to say how marvelous it was. Hmm. Oh, Lord, it was good. Now, hmm. I've heard other people, but this is my story, that they right. could hear their children. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think about my children because I'm over with Jesus. I didn't think about my husband, house, nothing. All I was was in pure love. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it until I leave this world again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, uh, I'll say it again and again. Blink your eyes and you're with Jesus. You're with Jesus. I don't care what kind of sickness you got. When you, mm-hmm. that last go around, when Jesus takes you home, blink mm-hmm. and you're there. Now, I, and I'm not trying, I don't want anyone to get fearful because there is no fear in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, on this earth, we, we have those little bumps like you might get a little scared, 
But when you go over, your spirit and your soul has moved over with Jesus, there is no fear. Mm. I can't say that enough. There is no fear. Mm-hmm. You're not scared of anything. You're just there. It's the most glorious thing I've ever had happen in my life. And uh, well, the, the yeah. reason that, um, if I can jump in here, the reason please, that please. this blessed me so much um, is because I've heard other people's story of uh, pass, mm-hmm. you know, passing away and and, yeah. and and being in heaven with the Lord for a period of time and coming back. But in my time of of grief, of course, this becomes. Yeah more significant to you when you're thinking yeah. about your loved one that you just lost and um mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. told me this about your story it triggered it triggered my memory that with Chris mm-hmm. the day before he passed away mm-hmm. we I got to see him on video I got to see him on uh they call it like a um iPad or something like that where I got to see yeah. him on on you know through video mm-hmm. he he was he was sedated. He was, um, he couldn't talk, you know, but mm-hmm. there was a glow oh, all please. over his face. Uh, and it, it. And, and it was it. like, um, a beautiful golden type glow mm-hmm. all over him that I noticed mm-hmm. that my kids noticed that the, yeah. the, um, some of the staff had made comments, um, the chaplain made comments that mm-hmm. he did not look his age, that he looked like he was only like 29, 30 years old, oh, that he had regressed in age. And so yeah. when you told me about your experience, it just quickened my spirit yeah. that oh. I was seeing what you experienced yeah. um, on yeah. my husband's countenance. That's so good, yeah. So that's why yeah. I was um, wanting to have you come and share this with other people, mm-hmm. hoping that it would also encourage other other I, people to know. Yes, yes, because it's real. It is real. Mm-hmm. And since you're telling me about Chris and that, like a goal, it's a goal. It, like I said, whatever I was in, it had the tinge of gold. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Well, I don't think it was gold, but it was yellow, bright. The whole room was lit up. I didn't mm-hmm. tell you that before. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I could see myself, and I could see that beautiful liquid flowing through me. Mm-hmm. It was flowing through me, so that meant there was no bones there. There was no skin, even though I could see myself. Because it was just going through me. And mm-hmm. I, I, it, was, it, was a, it, was, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So every Christian, when you have Jesus, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Jesus is not going to come and get us. And take us through a whole lot of scary stuff. That's not Christ. That would be Satan. Mm-hmm. Christ takes you where it's ease and comfortable and wonderful, just wonderful. And I've t- I tell this story everywhere I go because I want people to know. Because as as a younger person, I used to think, "Oh God, death is so dark and ugly, and I'm going to be screaming." That's a lie. That's a lie from Satan. Mm. No, it's it's a rest. You're going to rest. Ooh, mm. hallelujah. You're going to rest. Mm-hmm. You can't rest if something's all tore up and jumping around. Mm-hmm. And the enemy wants all the saints of God to think that way, and it's a lie. Mm. It's not like that at all. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So the seven times, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want the audience to know I have this on record. I just couldn't yeah. get my records in time. 
I am going to send them to Diane that she can announce it. This is not me just talking. Mm-hmm. This is a medical record. Mm-hmm. So, and I thank God my husband was there. My daughter was there. Uh, uh, Pernella had sent a beautiful little Christian friend. And she told Pernella, that Pernella's one of my daughters, and her friend's name, Trish. She told Trish, Trish told Pernella, she said, Mom didn't have any fear. She said she was so relaxed. So I'm, I'm just telling you how relaxed I was there. I didn't have a mirror to look at myself, but she's seen it. She's seen how relaxed I was. My and Chris, husband's seen it. That's what Chris looked like. He looked like he was mm-hmm. just uh, sleeping. He looked like yeah. he was so peaceful. That's and rest, um, I, Sweet is, is not even, I don't even know if that's the right word, but it looked like he was just sweetly resting. Yeah. <laughs> And see, I know that's true because that's what people told me. They said, my Lord. Mm-hmm. You you know, it was just Jesus takes us into rest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take us into fear and scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so important we all realize that. Jesus mm-hmm. loves us. He didn't come to condemn anybody. Mm-hmm. He come mm-hmm. to draw us in mm-hmm. from the mess that we were in. And Amen. I thank you for that. I really do. So now I know when it's time for doing, and another, I'm going to throw this in, Diane. Our father spoke to me one day, just clear. He says, you stop telling people I took them. He said, uh-uh, I don't take anybody. He said, I received them. Mm. He said, the devil takes. The devil is the thief. So father doesn't take us. He receives us up to him. Mm. And I said, Lord, I want to make sure I tell people that. When mm. someone receives you in the, their house, it's a wonderful thing. Come on in. You know, oh. you receive someone. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I love the Lord. He has been so good to me, so very good. And I don't miss an opportunity to witness to somebody. Here like one girl tune. told me, well, I don't believe Here that. Here comes the music. I'm so okay. sorry. Here comes the music. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to have you back, though, and I'm going to call you yes, when I hang love up on this call, okay? Okay, okay. Thank you Amen. so much for being with us. Oh, thank I'll you, Diane. And I just hope and pray it helps somebody. All right, oh, I'll be I'm waiting for your call. All right, all it, right. God you bless. might be able to call me on that house phone. Okay, darling. I love.